in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Welcome back to the Soulful Leader Podcast. I'm Marin Oslak. I'm here with Stephanie Allen. And I'm going to say happy anniversary to us. This has been one full year of podcasting. This is episode 52, and we've done one a week. And we had something special planned for our listeners today. And we're going to go on a little bit of a, a journey, and we'd like for you to go with us. So I have some some questions that I was thinking about of over the past year, we want to go on a discovery process of what has happened over the past year. How have we grown as people? What are we going to take forward with us going into next year? And what's our vision for, for, the, for the next year? And we did a bit of research as far as what our most popular podcast has been over the last 52 weeks, and we're going to share that with you. But I think I'd like to get started with uh, a question for you, Stephanie, as far as you, when we started this, you had a certain identity. I had a certain identity. And for those of you listening, you also had a certain identity when you started listening to us. And I want you to think back on that person that you were and who you are today and share with me what's changed. And happy, happy birthday to our podcast. It's one years old <laughs> or one year old, I guess. And um, yeah, it's such a great question. Looking back, and I, I do this a lot with my clients too. And it's important for all of us to look back, you know, even when you have an anniversary with your with your partner or a birthday, like to be able to look back and not beat ourselves up for all the mistakes we made or mm. the things we could have done or should have done, but to really look at the person, who were you a year ago? What was different internally? It might be some external things too, but mostly internal. And when I look at myself a year ago, I was I was struggling still. And I'm not I wouldn't say I'm I'm there because I'm not a master of that, but it's like I'm not so much struggling. There's much much more acceptance of learning how to love myself. Mm. I, you know, a year ago, I was still reacting like I would still get you know upset or irritated and it, it was much much better but through the process of unpacking in our podcast and having a commitment of something every single week that you have to be accountable for and it's not a have to it was actually I can't there's part of me that goes I can't believe we're, it's one years old no <laughs> it's like where did the year go and I would honestly say this is the first time I've done something consistently every single week for an entire year with an intention. And yeah, cause you, it's like, you know, new year's, new year's Eve and you make kind of a, a new year's resolution and you start off good. And by the time March rolls around and you're like, what, what was I doing? <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. Right. And that's generally how I've always been too. And, and um, 
I've really loved the unfoldment of that. So the commitment to myself and to why I'm making that commitment and how that, when we talk about leadership, right, it's like how I'm leading myself differently Mm. is by far with more love and compassion and grace and kindness. And because I'm leading myself with that, I am finding I don't react to other people's stuff, whatever that stuff is, right? Like, you know, your irritations or their emotions or I I still have a long ways to go because I still have a vision for myself to be much, much better. And it's not about being this holy saint or, you know, this hard hearted or thick skin. In fact, it's totally the opposite. It's totally allowing myself to be a human being with feelings and thoughts and visions and uncertainties and And then as I give myself that permission, I notice how much more space there is for other people like to really be in their stuff without trying to fix it or change it or people please it or. I think that's really powerful. Uh, You know, when I think of examples of for us as leaders, whether it's as a parent leading a family or in business or even in a partnership where there will there will always be triggers. I know for me at the studio the other night there was you know something somebody came in and said something and there would have been a reaction. I would have reacted to it. And even though there are layers of reactions and there are layers of responses. So, you know, somebody said something and I had my normal people-pleasing response like ready to come out. And instead, I, you know, breathed and I nodded and and um, I actually I, I excused myself and went into the office and decided I, I consciously chose who wanted to come back out of the office, whether it was the people pleaser or somebody who was in present time who could have space for that person in their process, but not get entangled. So I'm I'm thinking that that's the type of thing that you mean by like you you have more space you can be more loving you can be more responsive and less reactive. Well, yeah, I'm so glad you said that. That's exactly it. It's it's like getting enmeshed and getting entangled. That would have been the old me, hmm. and now even just being aware of what that means and what cost that pay like the price that I pay for an example, you know I I this these last two years have been so challenging in the way of change for me in letting go of people who have been working in, you know, with me for the last, you know, some of them eight, 10 years mm. transition and gone in other directions. And, you know, initially I'd be like, Oh, poor me, you know, the whole self pity, the pity part right. of me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? And this is going to be so much hard. It's so hard. <laughs> All these different things. Right. And recently, you know, I, had a situation where one of my long-term employees had got a great opportunity and was on her way and it happened really quick. And I, instead of going to a place of fear and anxiety, which I have to tell you listeners, I did internally, there was a part of me, but I recognized it. I recognized it. And instead of trying to stuff it or ignore it, I actually tended to that emotion. Like I actually tended to it as if it was a loving parent looking after a a little scared child, which is Mm -hmm. exactly what was going on inside me. And then as I tended to it, then the person that showed up to 
the employee that was leaving was loving and kind and excited because it was space in my own heart to go, you know what? Good things are coming for me too. Like, like let's hold space and be in that unknown. I was never comfortable with the unknown before. And, I, and I'm still working on being more uncomfortable, more comfortably uncomfortable, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's, that really has changed a great deal for me because there's a deeper level of trust and inner leadership of, you know, I'm resting in on a, on a, a place that is loving and, and infinitely, infinitely present for me. Like I have all the time in the world, but there's something that really shifted in the internal and I'm, I'm feeling it. And I know we so want things to happen in our outer world. And I'm saying that not just me, but rhetorically for all of us, we want things to show up faster. We're impatient. Why aren't things working out faster and moving, you know, more money, more time, more love, more whatever. And yet it is an internal thing. It is an internal connection. It's all there. And we do, you know, I, I was saying to this, you know, when we were chatting earlier, I said, you know, the importance of having a weekly practice, a daily practice, really. Right. We've had this weekly practice of coming together and because of what we what we want to share, what we want to, it's not even our ego stuff, it's what we want to be able to unpack and grow and evolve ourselves and and knowing that there's other people that are just like us that you know we are going to connect to and and hopefully you know we all will uplift each other and yeah, so yeah. they'll be on the journey with us they'll be on That's, the journey with us right and and that we're not alone i think there's a real key of remembering that that we're not alone no one's alone in this we're all you know, going through things at different times and we all have different antidotes at different times. So just having that weekly practice and that commitment was a commitment to more than just myself. Mm. And it wasn't an obligation. It was actually something I that ignited me that I was looking forward to. That, you know, there's be days that you and I didn't talk and I'm like, oh, I miss talking to you. How <laughs> you been? You know? Yeah. I think for me, it's, it's very similar um, as far as the possibly the how I've gotten to where I am. The person that I was, was definitely much more reactive and not as comfortable in my own skin. I have, I'm a happier person and I've begun to fall in love with who I am and really deepened that. And I think that a lot of it has to do with the practice. And for our listeners, one of the things that Stephanie and I both have is a daily practice of surrender, where we drop in and we have a conversation with life and we follow the breadcrumbs. We've talked about that in some of our other podcasts. And then weekly, when we get together, we do have an idea of what we're going to talk about. And sometimes it goes completely off the rails. It just goes in a different direction. And that's because what we do before we start talking is we stop and we drop in and we really are present to what is being called forth in us or from us about being the vehicle. And so Stephanie just mentioned that it's not so much our egos, we really step away from our egos and listen to what what's calling us or what, what's being called from us. 
And that practice of doing that, we do it on a daily basis for ourselves and then do it on a weekly basis with this show. That practice has really shaped a new version of Marin who is much more trusting and much more alive in life. Um, it's It's been quite amazing the difference when I look back over the last year and see the person that I was a year ago and the person that I am today. I like her a lot more. <laughs> That's so great, you know, and, and you like the person you were a year ago. I'm just listening to you. I did. Like, and, and you're, it sounds like you were surprised and delighted in this whole process because the old you would have wanted to figure everything out and maybe try to, you know, steer oh, it in a different direction where now you're letting go oh and being surprised and delighted and realizing that there's even more love. Yeah, the old me would have needed to control it and script it and know everything that was going to be said and have a plan for everything and know it. And um, yeah, that that would have been, there are still times, and this is interesting because it's something that Stephanie and I have, have experienced and have talked about where that, you know, like controlled Marin needs to come out of like, ah, and I, I get a little snippy and I, I end up having to apologize to, to Stephanie for it. And I'm learning a new way of, there are still things that need to get done on time and need to be planned and need to like, th there are those. And so I'm still learning how to request those without getting snippy, <laughs> without getting anxious and being like, okay, I can, I can ask for that. And I can even demand something and it doesn't have to come from a place of anxiousness, like, nah, and then, and then poor, you mentioned poor me earlier, right? Anxiousness and then poor me, I didn't get what I needed. So I'm going to complain about it. But, you know, there's an easier way. There's a better way that, that can still be joyful, you know? You know, thank you for saying that, Maren, because there is a, a definite change in even our relationship of how we're working with things. And the old me used to get my feelings hurt all the time. I was always trying to people please. And I realized that where that was really coming from was that when I wasn't connected to a loving place inside, then I would be looking outside for love and reinforcement and approval. And you become very attached and for those of you out there that might be thinking, yeah, I wish I had, I wasn't so sensitive. I wish I wasn't so, you know, thin skinned. I would say, I'm glad you are sensitive. I'm glad you are thin skinned because we need more of those individuals in this world because you deeply care and you are a completely a lover that's seeking. Sometimes though, what we're looking at is in the wrong direction. <laughs> not that there's a right or wrong, but we're looking too much outward and not enough inward. And we already have all that love inside and, I feel the results of it of when I can rest in my own heart and find that nourishment and that, that, that love and connectedness with, you know, whether you call it God or a higher power or your soul or your essence, there's a safe place you can rest. And then you can realize that every, everybody that's coming into your life is offering you an opportunity to love more, love yourself more, love them more, whatever it is. But there's also a responsiveness. Like what happened with me is like, as I start to rest in the, the love that's already inside and I connect in with it, 
through like the practice that you talk about dropping in, I would say, instead of, you know, checking out, check in, instead of <laughs> dropping out of this world, drop into yourself. Like it's all inside. And um, it, you just become so filled that you also realize that the person that might be having the difficulty or the challenge or the irritation or whatever it is that's going on with them, they're having a hard time mm-hmm. and they've just forgotten. They have just forgotten that, they have everything they need inside. And so it's, yeah, I think we have this, this view that we, everybody needs fixing, you know, everything needs fixing, you know, the systems need fixing, the people need fixing. We so need fixing. Need, yeah. We don't need any fixing. We just need to unveil. We just need to let go of old stories and habits. And, and really that's my vision for what we're doing is offering the things that we've learned, the the skills, the practices, the intentions, that perhaps it'll help other people find their way inward, their way to connect with their infinite well of love and compassion to help them lead in the way that they're called to lead. I love that. That's a beautiful vision. Before I, I step into kind of my vision, I have a question as you're listening I know there's always inspiration. And at the same time, I want you to start to look for that yourselves as our listeners. So whether you've only listened to us for a couple of weeks, or you've been listening to us for the full year, who are you now? What What's changed in you? What How have you grown? What have you learned? What's one thing that has changed in you since you first started listening to the podcast? And then since we're stepping into vision at this point, what would you like to see going forward for yourself? And then if you're so inspired, share that with us, because we would love to know your vision and where you're going. It would help us to know how to serve better and be connected to you more, because bringing that back around to my vision It is a world of connection. And a little background on me is I came, I I was raised very much in a do-it-all-yourself type of way. And it was a fierce do it, like I can do everything. And I the thing is both a gift and a curse is that I tend to be very gifted. (laughs) I probably can do anything that I set my mind to. I know I can. And so I have the ability, I have the drive, I'm a high achiever, I'm all the things, and it's an empty world. And so one of my big life lessons is that even though I can, just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? (laughs) And it's not the solution. It's not the bigger picture. The bigger vision is a connected world where even though I can do something, somebody else can actually do it better and in less time and with less frustration and in a more joyful way. And that's so okay. I love that. And yeah. that's one of the, the discoveries that it's like makes me so excited. And I've started just sloughing things off like, oh, somebody else can do that. Somebody else should do that. Somebody else needs to do that. Somebody else. And, and it's amazing because each time I do that, 
someone appears to do the thing that I'm like, it's like almost like the universe was waiting for me to go, oh my God, finally, she let go of that thing. (laughs) And there's somebody in my life who's like, oh, you needed that done? Why didn't you just say something? I'm like, oh, right. We need to ask. So my vision is a connected world where we're all supporting each other and it's a community-based instead of a competitive-based And we've talked about that in other podcasts of, you know, in nature, we have been pointing to the survival of the fittest model. And now there is this evidence of this cooperative ecological model. And it's, it's what's really drawing me because you could tell both stories, either story is accurate. It's which story do you want to live? And I know for me, that's my vision. The vision I want to live is the the story where it's an ecosystem and everything supports each other and we're all in it together. And we're creating this beautiful, amazing, loving world together. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Marin, for sharing your gifts and and you and and that insight of that, you know, is it mine to do? And you and I have had this experience too. It's like sometimes that someone else says, Hey, they finally show up and they say, Hey, I can do that for you. And it's so easy for them. And they are not only willing to offer it, it's just, it comes natural to them. And, and it's such a gift. So I I love that too. I love that too. And thank you. Thank you for your consistency and your, your willingness to keep on this path together with us. Absolutely. And I, and I, I want to say thank you to all those who are listening. You are the inspiration for me because a lot of the, a lot of the ones I know who are listening, I've spoken to or worked with in some ways. And, and you have shared with me, you know, where you struggle or where you need help. And I'm glad I could bring it to a platform where not only could I share it to help you know, the person who asked for it, but I know you're not alone. I know, you know, when someone is asking for help or support, you're so connected to so many people who feel the same way. So thank you for your insight and inspiration. And um, I look forward to keep unfolding this evolution of the soulful leader. Yeah, I do too. So we promised you the, the podcast, which is our, uh, was our most popular podcast of uh, the last 52 weeks. And it's actually one of our more recent podcasts. It's number 45, and it's giving as a success practice. And I think that as we were as we were looking back over all the podcasts over the last 52 weeks, um, it really stood out for me because there is so much baggage <laughs> and so many stories around giving and what it means and all the woulda, coulda, shouldas with it. And so I think, I know for myself, it was a very powerful episode because I caught myself in the middle of the episode saying, giving, I I remember saying, giving is always a good thing. And then I went, wait, is it? And then we unpacked that together. Like, no, it actually isn't. And it was so fascinating. So you can Check out that episode, it's number 45, or you can, I believe it's right below this episode on our website. So if you're interested, you can check out our website, the soulful leader 
podcast.com or if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, it's episode number 45 and it is a, uh, a very powerful episode. I hope you get a chance to check it out. Well, thank you so much for all you, your listening and dedication and inspiration. And we look forward to hearing more and sharing another birthday a year from now. And uh, until then, until next time. Until next time when we're closer to our vision together. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.